Okay, let's uh, let's do this. Okay. Welcome again to the Ford Financial Group Financial Insights Podcast. My name is Brian Ullman. I'm a financial advisor and certified financial planner here at Ford Financial Group. I'm joined again by Ryan Louie, also a financial advisor and CFP here. Ryan, welcome. Hi. Um, We're doing it again. Um, And I think, you know, we often try and talk in, in these podcasts and answer or address questions that we hear a lot of from our clients. And one of the things I'm hearing a lot about or questions about, and you probably are too, uh, relate to uh, the impeachment investigation uh, by Congress on the president. So this is new news. Um, relative, we're recording this on Wednesday, October second. So a few, it's been about a week about since a week, it broke. Right. So, so last week, the Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi, announced that she would support an impeachment inquiry into the president, and so. That's really what prompted a lot of these requests to know, how does that affect my investments? And I think it's a bit of an open question still. We don't have the it's, very- It's too early on to say for sure how things are going to happen. Right. We can draw a little bit of a conclusion about the reaction that we've had over the last week or specifically around the the last Tuesday and right. what happened with the markets, which right. was very little. Right. And we have a small sample size. Right. When it comes to impeachment, there's only, only three presidents. Well, in fact, only two presidents have actually been impeached. Uh, if you count Nixon, who was going to be impeached and convicted, we'll say it's three. Um, we can throw out Andrew Johnson in 1868 because, well, we're just going to throw it out. It doesn't. We Who knows how it would have affected markets and, and so on. So the only president to... Um, to actually kind of go through this specifically was Clinton in 1998. Um, And so just based on that, we have a pretty small sample size. So it's kind of, let's preface this by saying it's almost impossible to predict exactly how impeachment is going to affect things. But we've, we've taken a look at the last, at at least Nixon and Clinton and we have two different um, results. Right. And, I think we could go back to the the most recent one, which was Clinton and right. what was happening um, during that point in time. And you know, during during that point in time, we got that was also too the the range the raging nineties with the internet stocks going up. And so, um, even with that at the, in the backdrop and the impeachment happening, the markets actually went up from the point that the impeachments talks started to happen to the point that. Um, you know, the, the outcome was to happen. The market was up well over 20%. Right. I mean, um, with Clinton, the impeachment stuff didn't affect stocks at all. Right. I mean, it was, it was a political exercise, I think, um, at least in the view of the markets. And over that period, the S&P rose 28%. Mm-hmm. Um, there was, like you said, there were some other things going on. The tech Tech was booming, rightfully or wrongfully, you know, and history shows in 2000 or 2001 valuations might have been a bit high, but tech was was flowing and and the Fed was even reducing interest rates over that period of time. And so you had this kind of situation where markets, market economic conditions, I guess, better put, uh, were having a much larger influence than any impeachment inquiry was or in, in the impeachment, in fact, with Clinton. Um, the story was different also with Nixon, right? 
Right. So just the opposite happened in sure. the sense that you had Watergate and you can measure it from when was the peak of Watergate or when did Watergate start to uh, when did Nixon resign. And in that particular case, the the markets were down about 20%. Um, so a different story than the time of the 90s and Clinton. But at the same point in time, again, there's a different econ- there's different things happening economically even during that point in time. We were, in in hindsight, we could say, we were in a, se- a secular um, bear market. Bear market. Right. So there's Absolutely. again things in the, the that weren't working right. Oil prices, you know, skyrocketing. Stagflation was beginning to set in. We were absolutely in a bear market, whether there was an impeachment going on or not. Uh, it, you know, it again. What's going on economically is a much bigger influence than whatever whatever is going on in terms of impeachment. Right, and I think that's the focus that we tell clients is that. You know, the the markets could be more worried about what's actually happening maybe on a trade war or, you know, how are manufacturing numbers. Shortly enough, we're going to be coming up on holiday spending in a little less than two months. And right. that, those numbers are probably going to make more 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 of an effect on the markets than the continued news that you're going to hear about impeachments. Right. I, I you know, when we're talking impeachment, it, it can have the effect where if if the president did lose his job, let's say, um, you know, who is the, whether it's Pence or we get into the election and one of the Democratic candidates wins, you know, that can affect some prices in certain areas of the market, let's say healthcare, for example. But let's get real. Uh, as citizens, we're all concerned about what's going on. But in, as investors, maybe not quite so much. Right. Um, as you said, there are some more, really more important things coming up more immediately. We're here in October. It's earnings. It's about to be earnings season. So we're going to find out how all these companies did in the third quarter of the year. It's, did whatever companies sell more cups of coffee or more sneakers or more hamburgers? You know, those are the things um, that we're really worried about. And then, as you said, you get into the consumer spending, uh, consumer sentiment kind of holidays there. That matters quite a bit. And that's going to play into things. And then again, we get back into January and we're in another earnings season. So we're going to have a series of months where we have a ton of information, good or bad. Uh, the Federal Reserve is going to meet. They may lower interest rates another quarter percent, perhaps in December. There's a ton of stuff going on that has carries way more weight than any of this impeachment stuff. Right. And I think, too, um, expectations of what would happen or what the what 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 maybe people would expect if Trump were to get impeached and if there was anything that he was maybe doing at the time to help boost the economy. So when we he came into office, we were all talking about the impact of having um, the tax ramifications. Right. And that was going to be a boost to the economy. Well, obviously, if we had impeachments prior to the tax changes, that may have affected the market more because if, they, if, we, if the markets were thinking that you know, the impeachment wouldn't happen and the, then the tax laws wouldn't have been changed. That boost wouldn't have happened. Right. That may have had a more of an effect on the markets, but I don't think we stand at a point right now. Well, we don't have something baked in, no. right? Because with the tax cuts, you had markets moving higher even before tax cuts were, were passed because there was this expectation that would happen. Almost like they, they thought that it was imminent. And so therefore, the markets were already moving upwards. Right. But again, if impeachment talks were happening at that time prior to then you could have some sort of impact where you need to kind of extract what's been baked into the market yes. in terms of expectations. I, I the only other way I can see, and I'm, we're I'm about to get real speculative, so take this with a grain of salt, would be some scenario because markets have markets are living with this uncertainty coming with the trade uh, issues with China. 
there may be some scenario where the president strikes some deal, some trade deal with China as a Hail Mary to get himself out of trouble. And that could propel markets because that is a more meaningful thing. If, if, if we can stop this tariff stuff going on uh, with China, that could be a huge boost to the global economy and maybe propel markets, us, propel markets upward, help evade recession, those kinds of things. And so that is where the the politics could bleed into the policy that then could help things. So the politics alone, the impeachment alone, isn't going to be the driver here. It would be whatever other kind of policy things might be emanating from that. Well, there's probably one other thing to talk about, Brian, you maybe could expand on this. What's the likelihood that this would happen? What would need to happen in terms of the Senate getting the right numbers right. Um, for this to happen? I, I mean, I think you have to have the Republican Party begin to bail on the president, really. And, and I know that's not in terms of numbers. Conventional wisdom here is that the president will be impeached. I, I mean, if this is really a political process, the Democrats, there are already enough Democrats in the House who have said they will vote for impeachment to impeach the president. Okay. So there you have impeachment. The Senate leader has said he's going to take up because what happens is the House basically um, votes for impeachment, which is almost like um, they vote to bring charges. And then those charges are then tried in the Senate. And McConnell, the Senate leader, has said that he's going to take up the, the vote on impeachment in the Senate. But you need a supermajority to be able to do that. And the Republicans have a 53-47 majority in the Senate. And you would need more than 20% of those Republicans to switch to vote to convict the president and remove him. And um, this was similar to what was happening with Clinton in the sense that at that point in time, right. um, the numbers were favorable. I mean, in the sense that um, as far as the majority was concerned and at that point, they still needed to convert people from the other side of the aisle over right. to, to get, to get, to get yeah. votes. Clinton was impeached, but not convicted in the Senate. And I think- Conventional wisdom, probably rightfully right now, is suggesting that the president may be impeached and he probably won't be convicted unless something, you know, with Nixon, uh, I, I guess there are, there are some parallels here. Here, When Nixon uh, was impeached, it's because the party that there were midterm elections or there were elections that were coming and the rest of the Republicans were worried about losing their seats in the rest of Congress. And so they essentially had to go to him and say, listen this is going to take us all down. You, you, so we are not going to support you. And so he tried to circumvent the process by resigning. Um, unless there, unless there is some sort of big tidal wave coming where Republicans in order to be able to save some seats in Congress need to bail on the president, uh, they'll do that. There's been no signs of that yet. Um, none whatsoever. Uh, you know, both sides are really digging in. It's become a, as much of a partisan issue as anything. And so it's really hard to see where you're going to get the votes needed. Uh, those votes this. needed. Yeah. It's right. a supermajority. Nothing even passed. I mean, so, so few things pass the Senate with a supermajority. It's hard to believe that, that, that if Republicans hold ranks, and I suspect that they will, that, that there will be an acquittal in the Senate. Right. And and so that's why markets aren't pricing anything in. They're pricing in essentially nothing happening, a fight going on until the election. And then the question really is still political. How does this affect the the president's reelection chances? You know, and who knows? That's a whole nother podcast. Yeah, that's not that's not <laughs> our field. Again, this is I say this over and over. What worries us as citizens isn't the same th types of things as what worries us as invest as investors. If I I, I mean I'm not endorsing any any company or any stock here, but I'm just, let's just use Costco as an example, right? 
whether the president is being impeached has no effect on whether Costco is busy on Saturday. Right. <laughs> right? right. You know, it's just you're worried about the the companies we're invested in and how those businesses are doing. And if there's a public policy that affects those things, okay. But it's what matters is is growth in these companies and the valuations of those companies, the price versus the the company's earnings, and those kinds of um, less interesting things that doesn't make Fox News or CNN or cable news at all, you know. Um, so uh, this is a political sideshow, if you will, as far as the investors are concerned. I think. I think we just have to realize that everything that we see in the news, not everything affects the market. Again, as Brian elaborated on, it's just a matter of, we got to focus in more importantly on the things that do affect finances. Um, And at the end of the day, likely this is not going to have much of an impact. And don't, I would even take one step further and say, don't confuse some sort of causal relationship between what you read in some particular headline versus what's going on in markets. So markets have been down the last two days and the secretary of state has been subpoenaed, right? Right. One has nothing to do with the other, right? The market went down today because there is this bad manufacturing report has nothing to do. So the headline and the headlines that we're reading and the results of the market, even though you, you want to maybe make a story out of it, there's some sort of correlation or causation here. And it's really, that's not at all what's going on. Um, you know, we're, we're preparing for a jobs report on Friday more than anything. So, um, yeah. So I, you know, I, I don't mean to make this a long winded podcast talking about how impeachment doesn't matter, but sometimes we do need to get into the weeds to make sure that some things are kind of irrelevant or at least right now. Um, well, I think we, I think we've answered the impeach, impeachment question for now. We may need to take this up again, but I think this is um, a good reminder that not everything impacts, not all headlines impact your investments. So. Anything else we need to cover? No, I think we're good. I think we're good too. All right. Well, thanks again for listening. If you have more questions, you can always find us on the web at www.fordfg.com. You can email us at info at fordfg.com. And our local phone number is 559-449-8690. Thanks again for listening. Uh, We'll talk to you next week. And now it's time for some disclosures. The advisors with Ford Financial Group are registered representatives with and securities are offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA, and SIPC. Investment advice is offered through Ford Financial Group, a registered investment advisor and a separate entity from LPL. The opinions voiced in this material are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. All performance referenced is historical and is no guarantee of future results. All indices are unmanaged and may not be invested into directly. Stock investing involves risk, including loss of principal. No strategy assures success or protects against loss. The economic forecasts set forth in this podcast may not develop as predicted. Ford Financial Group and LPL Financial do not provide tax or legal advice or services. This information is not intended as a solicitation or an offer to buy or sell any security referred to herein.